0: Greetings, once again, this is Brad Warren, co-host of Changing Waters, a podcast produced by the Global Ocean Health Program at National Fisheries Conservation Center. Happy to bring you today an interview with the founder of the first bait freezer on the coast of Maine, Jerry Cushman. Jerry's a well-known lobsterman and civic leader in the industry, and they've got a big shortage of herring, which is the primary bait used in the fishery, and it's the main fishery on the coast of Maine. Um probably 90% of the jobs in fishing. The herring have become scarce for a variety of reasons, one of which some scientists say is climate change affecting the underlying food web. And uh, Jerry's response uh, to a scarcity of this bait is to make sure that they can buy it and bring it in from out of state in frozen condition. No one's ever done this. They've had access to plenty of local production and they just buy it fresh. Uh, so things are changing, and freezing it is a way of adapting to that change. Here's Jerry. Uh, my name
1: is uh, Jerry Cushman, and we're on the fishing vessel Bugcatcher.
0: And you built it five years ago? Yes, I did. Yeah. And tell me about the engine again. You're,
1: I have a uh, 700 horse Volvo D13, 700 horse Volvo.
0: Yeah. And your main fishery?
1: My main fishery is lobster.
0: Yeah. And then after that, you got a little bit of groundfish?
1: I have. Um, Two qualifying ground fish, multi- northeast multi-species permits, which I get allocation. Um, I lease out most of it to my brother, or give it out to my brother, and then lease out the rest. Uh, but also qualify lets me go halibut fishing outside of three miles. Yeah, and then you got the association. I got the Maine Coast Fishers Association, which I'm president of. Yeah. And I sit on the board of the MLA. Um and I am the sector president of our organization, and I'm president of the main co- uh,
0: Port Clyde Fisherman's Co op where we're, where we're at right now. Holy cow. So when I look at you, I only see one head, but you got a whole lot of ball caps on that head. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no wonder, you don't know, wonder. You got a few things to keep up on. And now you're on top of all that, you're building a cold store. Tell me why.
1: Um, I'm building a cold storage because um, we took a major reduction in herring uh, quarter uh, this year and that equals to about 78 million pounds. And um, Maine lobster fishery is pretty dependent on on that, and with that cut, I'm worried that we may run out of bait or not have enough infrastructure for bait to come from other states to get us by. Um, So I am building a freezer in Warren, Maine, um, to help as a kind of an insurance policy. Is that just for you, or are you going to supply the whole fleet? Um, it's not just for me. I'm going to build it big enough. It's going to be 60 by 70. And then from there, I will be leasing out uh, space to individuals, co-ops, and extra. Now, I'm I'm limited, um, and unfortunately, I won't have enough for everybody. But I, but those um, who,
0: who see it will buy in.
1: Um, I got more people wanting to buy in then I have capacity
0: yeah that's a good tell right there so there'll yeah. be more of this you're the first aren't
1: actually you? I could probably build I not probably I know I could build three of these and fill all three of them with lease piece yeah
0: yeah, and th- this is all demand that wouldn't have existed ten years ago nobody thought oh, freeze your bait what's wrong with you I mean nobody would have gone for this what's changed
1: Uh, we're catching 130 million pounds of lobsters and and to catch 130 million pounds of lobsters takes a lot of bait. Yeah. And, um,
0: and then fluctuation in the bait abundance and there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I will say the frozen bait, um, has been growing every year for the last 10 or 15 years. It's just getting more and more. You see more and more of it down here at the co-op through the
0: year. They're shipping it up from mid-coast or from New Jersey or something?
1: Well, we get it from I Jersey. Yeah. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure right now some of uh, Manhattan, which is uh, another name is called uh, Pogies, yeah. um, is coming from the Gulf of Mexico Yeah, uh, right now, I, th- yeah. I do believe. And then we got uh, rockfish, a lot of rockfish that's coming from the west coast and then we have redfish that's coming from uh, way up in Newfoundland.
0: Yeah, that's the Acadian redfish? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you've got this um, a diversity of bait sources, and people are worried about still having, whether they're going to have enough, because there's not that much herring this year. Correct.
1: Because um, no matter what you do, even though it's still 78 million pounds out of the equation.
0: Yeah. Plus you. How much, thank you. How much do you use in a year as a fleet lobster?
1: You know, I used to know that number, and when we were just talking, um, and I can't remember. Uh, it's it's a it's pretty significant.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I haven't read the papers, but I've been hearing that there's some work starting to suggest that because of a change in the copepods. It's affected the abundance of the herring, and the copepods are affected by the warming. So it's kind of a chain effect from warming in the Gulf. Um, do you think that's real, or are or they really mistaken the way you see it?
1: Um. Again, I've said this multiple times. I'm not a sci- scientist or a biologist. I have to go by the best science that's given to me today. That's yeah. just a law. Yeah. And whether I debate it or not, it's going to get me nowhere. It is what it is, and I need to make my business uh, plan based
0: upon what they give me for quarter. Yeah. yeah. So if it changes, you adapt, and this is adapting. exactly.
1: I have yeah. to adapt. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I mean, if they if they are correct which science is always debatable, um, then what we're doing is very important. I mean, I want herring for my bait, but I'm not the only fishery that depends on herring. There's ground fisheries and other, other things. I mean, heron mm-hmm. is at the bottom of the food chain and it's very important. And we got to make sure that it's here for future years.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you want to do what you can to protect that. And you Correct. also want to make sure you can keep catching mm-hmm. lobsters.
1: Correct. Okay. I want to do... Anything means... Anything I can do, to, yes, to protect
0: that. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. And if you look at um, the development of bait freezers on the coast here in Maine, how come you're the first? People have been seeing this need for a while.
1: I I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, well, one of I guess probably one of the... Uh, major reasons is now that I've dove into this the cost is significant and it's not not every and not everybody is going to be able to afford it I'm just fortunate that a bank is willing to give me enough money um, (laughs) to see this through Um,
0: but yeah no it's a it's pretty expensive expensive adventure yeah yeah and how are you gonna power the thing? These things are power hubs. I'm
1: going I uh, met with Central Mini Power yesterday for about two and a half hours. I, I'm, um, I'm powering it with three phase power, which would help me on my electricity bill. Uh, my hope was to um, have it off the grid and only use power if I needed it, but and do it completely solar. Um, but that technology doesn't exist. As far as I'm, as far as I know, there is no freezes out there that are powered by solar, mm. and that uh, engineer would would love to design one, and I would love to be the prototype. But yet, there's no funding for yeah. that, and this was going to be an additional like 180 to 210 thousand dollars to do solar. Yeah, and um, so it really
0: wasn't in my budget. If you um, if you went solar, the problem that you'd run into is energy storage. Storage yeah, would yeah, be a big thing. Yeah. Right? So you'd you'd have to spend two hundred thousand bucks on a bag of batteries. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, if, if the time comes that that makes sense, you would go ahead and do it because then you control your energy costs.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, I'm concerned about climate change as much as everybody else. Yeah. Uh, or for the most part, for most people, um, and so. I thought it was important to me to kind of get off the grid to kind of show that I'm I'm worried about climate change. I want to do my part to to help it, and I thought that this would be a good idea. Here, here we are, providing bait for coastal communities, and
0: we're off the grid. Yeah, and we're bring and we're also bringing in a great protein. Yeah, and you guys are also. Um, you're, you're running a, a system that brings fish direct to market through the co-op. You sell direct to consumers and restaurants and people, like you get a whole subscribe for your seafood thing, right? Going on here?
1: Uh, we don't. That's uh, that's uh, uh, pork like fresh catch. Uh, yeah. We do sell to the public. We do sell to local restaurants. Um, majority of our lobsters uh, goes out to Cape uh, Seafood, which would be considered Luke's Lobster. And there's loop lobster chains all over the country and sure. and now, beyond.
0: Yeah. So what you can, you sell locally, and the rest goes through the volume market because you got to have it Yes. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Cool. Um, there's a whole lot of talk about Maine going to these ambitious climate targets like other states have. It's already part of this system called the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative that gets a grip on emissions from the power sector, from power plants. Um, do you think there's some lessons from that about like how they use the money? That, that could be applied on the waterfront and in the way that we deal with transportation.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I'd love to see some of that. if There was excess money to go to work in waterfront. Um, the infrastructures uh, up and down the coast of Maine are um, getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, and it's important that we have a um, um, we have infrastructure that allows us to go out and harvest. From the Gulf of Maine. Yeah. Because the Gulf of Maine produces a lot of protein that I think in the future is going to be very important. We talk about climate change and everything else, but if you, you know, there's a lot of studies out there that protein alone is going to be important in the future. Yeah.
0: You know, we have this um, industry making seafood and worldwide feeds about 3 billion people. And um, it, what, it, what it takes to look after that is part, partly making sure the ocean still makes fish. And, and it's sort of, it's, it's evident you're thinking about that. Oh, yes. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. What else are you doing to make sure the ocean keeps making fish?
1: Um, policy, a lot of policy work Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and accountability in
0: the fishery. So Carlos Rafael, different. not necessarily your best friend.
1: Carlos Rafael and I have <laughs> nothing in common. Nothing his business plan would be nothing like mine. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: it's unfortunate that there's people like him in the world.
0: Yeah, right, I mean, it, 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 I mean, from what I've seen it sounds like the resilience of the main lobster industry in the face of a changing ocean is partly because you've got a dynamite management system. Yeah. Yes, yes, because
1: the fishermen are very involved. Um, DMR helps guide us. Um, through policy
0: work, and they do a great job. Yeah, and part of what you do every year at the Maine Fishermen's Forum, the Lobster Association gives a prize to an enforcement officer. And I'm thinking, how many fisheries are there that I've ever seen that give a prize to a fish cop? I mean, it, it, it's like, you, tell me why you guys like having fish cops around. Let's just put well, that Well,
1: they down. enforce the laws that we put in place. Yeah. We put in laws, and there's no sense putting laws in place if you can't enforce them, and they do that,
0: and they, mm-hmm. do, they
1: help that uh, protect the resource. Um, everybody picks on the Coast Guard or the Marine Patrol, but when you're in trouble, they're the first ones you're gonna call.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And
1: yeah. so they deserve awards.